0: everyone it's helen here and welcome to the purpose potential and power podcast i'm a sales and strategy mentor to business savvy ambitious entrepreneurs who want to achieve success and wealth in their online business be seen for what they're worth and become the person they always knew that they would be. So whether you're a coach, a solo entrepreneur or network marketer, I am here to help you grow your business with a sales strategy which includes impactful brand messaging, powerful content creation and connecting with your community. It's all about increasing your visibility and your authority and converting all of that to sales. It's also really important to me that I help you on your journey of self-confidence. I want you to show up as yourself 100% and run towards the incredible life that you so deserve. This is all about defining your purpose, fulfilling your potential, and stepping into your power. So before we dive into the episode, I would love to invite you to our Purpose, Potential and Power Facebook community. It is your place if you are an entrepreneur and just want to connect, hang out, make friends with so many other people just like you. I am so proud of it. It's such an engaged place and I would love to invite you over there. I will pop the link into the show notes, but let's get on with the episode because today is something special. I am speaking to Erica Rothenberger, who is an incredible powerful entrepreneur just like everyone else in that group. She's a leader, she's an engineering corporate, she's a health and wellness business founder, mom, wife, former fitness instructor, published author, speaker, she's done it all and we had the most amazing conversation about life as a businesswoman. You are going to love this. Okay, hey Erica, it has been a long time coming. This is so overdue. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast. Incredible lady that you
1: are. I am so thrilled to be here and I love that we're across the great big pond from each other and yet we still I feel like you could be in the room next to me and you know just have loved the friendship the partnership the business you know intel that you've shared with me throughout the years it's just so 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 phenomenal to be on your podcast.
0: Thank you oh we've known each other for a couple of years now just met on the good old Instagram and connected we have some We have the energy, we have the vibe, we're both kind of these action takers, go getters. And I just absolutely adore you. You are so inspirational, Erica. So thank you for coming on the podcast today. And there is so much. I'm like, we could chat all day, right? And I'm like, where do I start with the questions? Because I know that my audience listening today are going to get so much from this conversation. And I guess I really want to start with um, your energy. Let's talk about like, because you make me laugh, because when you message me on Facebook Messenger, usually, even though you're five hours behind, I am not even out of bed yet and you're up, you're on it. You are so full of energy. You literally cram so much into your day you, you know, with everything that you do, you're an author, you know, you're a director in an engineering corporate company, you run your health and wellness business, you're a mom, you're a wife. It's crazy. Tell us about fitting all of that into your day, because so many people make those excuses, and you are doing it all. And I know that people would love to hear how on earth you do that. Okay. Well, first,
1: first disclosure: I am a hot mess. Express most days, right? Like I'm running around trying to make it all work. So you know, it could all look like you know everything's always put in place, but it's not. So I just want to remind us, like humanize it. That yes, I do, and I I will own it. I get a lot accomplished every day, but I really, really am intentional about it. I defend the time every day. And I literally real build, if you looked at my calendar, it almost looks like Tetris, right? I'm trying to build everything right next to each other, different colors, <laughs> really trying to say, hey, like, when can I fit this in? When can I do that? And making priority for not only my self-care time, um, for my business, my businesses that I run, and um, also making sure I'm making time intentionally with my husband or my kids or, you know, what I'm doing and making sure that all that time is defended, just like you would defend Getting, you know, if you had a toothache, you defend the time to get into that dental appointment, defend all those other times. And if it's on your calendar and you almost make it non-negotiable, it's very hard to deviate um away from that schedule. And to me, that's just worked really, really well, especially if you want to go after those goals and you want to go after those dreams. If you aren't defending that time and being super intentional. And I also say, you know, you brought up a really good point too, Helen that when you're doing it, do it all out. Put your blinders on, your horse blinders on, and just s- stay in that swim lane. Like when I'm at work, I am at work and people are like, how do you accomplish so much? Sometimes you're only in the office for six hours. I feel like I was there for 12 with the amount that I accomplished because I, it's all, I go all in, right? And same thing when, you know, whether I'm a sporting event with my children or, you know, running my wellness business. So yeah. I think defending the time, keeping your blinders on and looking at your calendar on Sunday to me is most critical and looking at it and making sure one, you didn't overpack it. So then you get so stressed out, right? Cause I've done that before. What, what can you say no to? And then also making sure, Hey, listen, if you have some pockets of time, what needs, to, what else would you love to get done that week and actually make an appointment with yourself? Hey, listen, I'd love to be working on my manuscript. Hey, I'd love to be, you know, go and get that extra running. Cause I'm working towards this marathon or, you know, whatever it is, like fit it into your schedule and just own it.
0: Yeah, it's about you you and I are the same, like it's maximum efficiency and really kind of making sure you do absolutely everything you can with the time you've got for sure. It's been smart. It's been really, really smart with with that, isn't it? Getting organized. So many people struggle with that, though. And I know that we've had this conversation before. When it comes to building a business, people do use that um, shortage of time as an excuse for not hitting the goals. What, what do you say to the people that are in your world, the people that you're leading the women that you are helping to pull up, because you're absolutely like a servant leader, what do you say to them to help them to really like be so brutally honest, but with kindness about you need to get on top of those excuses
1: yeah you know what? we all can make excuses like there's a gazillion reasons we could should have would have wanted to and at the end of the day this is your life you get one life to live you need to decide on what is important to you and some people I always say you know I bring up the example some people it's really important that they get their nails done every week I don't but I get my eyelashes done three times three I mean uh every three weeks right like what is important for you? And I know that's a simple, simple example, but what is important to you to move you closer to that goal, but know your why. If you don't know what you're going after and you don't know what that, why you're making those sacrifices, why you're getting up earlier, why you're working towards those goals, you're never going to, it's it's never going to make you want to bounce out of bed, right? So yeah. some people say, well, how do I find my why? I don't know. It's That sounds so loosey-goosey. Like really say, hey, listen, and where do I want to be 12 months from now? Where do I want to be 60 months from now? Where do I want to be in 10 years from now? And, you know, what are some of those pipeline goals that I hate to say we all have the same 24 hours in the day, it really depends on what you want to do with it. And if you want to make the excuses, the excuses will be there for you. They're the easiest things to find. In, oh, yeah. you know, I've made them too, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have time to do it. I don't want to do it. I, you know what I mean. Like I'll do it tomorrow. Um, but I always say that discipline equals freedom. I love and that. When we discipline ourselves well enough, we have the freedom to have those two hours to go to to lunch with our girlfriends, or we have that hour to make sure we show up for um, intentionally for our son or daughters. Um, game and we can actually watch it because we've disciplined ourselves earlier that day to get done what we need to do those like non-negotiables in our life to be able to have that freedom to do those other things. Just like going on vacation. When are we most productive? We're most productive the day before we go on vacation. Why is that? How can we call? Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I could like literally like run from here to Jupiter and, you know, do seven (laughs) loads of laundry in between. We're so efficient because we know we, we have that freedom coming up. Right. So think about what work towards those freedoms, have something in your life every week that you're like, Hey, I'm going to work really hard to to be able to do that. And maybe that's a walk. Maybe that's going to bed a half an hour early, whatever that is, create that discipline to be able to set yourself up for freedom.
0: I love that. I can just visualize that crazy day running behind, (laughs) running around behind vacation uh, when it starts. You're so right. It's just like you managed to get everything done and like 10 times more than normal. I love it. We didn't really, I didn't start with your story because I wanted to dive straight into the good stuff, but I would love you to tell um your story because you're actually in a really unusual situation, you are in a working in a man's world, typically, with the corporate job that you have. You know, this podcast here is full of incredible women that, you know, our audience. And I would love you to talk, not necessarily from a feminist point of view, but I would love you to talk about how what you, your story really, and how that looks with um you working in that particular environment because that must be, that's definitely something that comes up I know for you. Oh my goodness, all of the time.
1: And I will tell you, you know, I've been in the industry and in um, I'm a civil engineer by schooling and I will have a, have had a hard hat and toe boots in the back of my car since the day I started. So I went to school for engineering thinking I was going to design bridges and roadways and all the other. And long story short, I realized that my personality wouldn't necessarily work in a quiet, library-style cubicle, so I decided to jump into construction, having no idea exactly what I was doing, beside knowing I was going to have to lace up my boots and be on site, and, you know, you can only imagine when I was even in school, you know, over over two decades ago, uh, being one of the only females in, you know, engineering school, and then going into a construction industry, which is even more male-dominated than even the classroom, and, you know, kind of wondering, like, hey, was I the admin, and or was I delivering coffees and realizing, Hey, listen, no, I was actually had the credibility to be there. Maybe I didn't know everything. And I think, you know, what I've tried to do for men and women, both sides of it, whether it's maybe men getting into teaching, right. We always think, Oh, where there's women in teaching or nursing. Like, Just breaking down those barriers and talking about them and being like, hey, listen, just because you don't fit the quote unquote mold doesn't mean you don't belong here because you're going to give a different perspective than someone else who maybe was maybe had held a shovel their whole life or maybe someone else, you know what I mean, who had been a teacher their whole life. And just being able to really hone in and say, hey, listen, I know it's not easy. I don't know everything. I need your help, too. And I will tell you, once you gain that respect and once you gain that work ethic that that everyone else is watching you, they remember you, especially being, you know, a minority and, you know, in a a field like that. So it's just it's incredible how crazy, you know, that it can be. But just empowering and lifting other people, encouraging other people. What's a way that you can go out if you're in a male dominated field or you're in a field that you want to draw more people in? What is something that you can go out and serve and help? And, you know, it's a couple of things that I do is I go to schools and I talk to young females and males about the industry that I'm in, including today, I'm actually going in and being mystery reader <laughs> and, you know, talking to my daughter's first grade classroom about engineering and building and construction. And like, you know, maybe it's just not a field that anyone at their, in their home talks about just because that may, that may not be the industry they're in. Yeah. So how can you go out and serve and, you know, kind of break down, break those glass ceilings and break those stereotypes? Um, and I think as we move into the next the future generations with everything with DE&I, we're really going to start to see many of those walls break down, which is super exciting.
0: Yeah, I love that. And You've worked, you worked really, really hard to um, build those connections and build relationships, you know, as like a female leader in your industry. And one thing I really want to ask you about, because this is one of your many skills, is networking. And I know that that, you know, the way you connect with people, the impact that you love to have on people is huge. And networking is one of the ways that you actually, um, you know, go actively use to to build your businesses, don't you? So can you give our listeners some advice on networking? It's not something we've really discussed on this podcast before. And if there's anyone who was going to ask, it would be you. Because you like lead groups, you bring women together. And that's been really powerful for the growth of your own business. So, yeah, could you speak about the power of that for our audience?
1: Absolutely. And this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I actually just was um, spoken Dallas on this about connection. Right. And there was a couple things that I said is, you know, don't make it weird. <laughs> I think so many people, especially when it comes up to business or transactional, like they try to make it weird and robotic and like, oh, if I ask this person, they have to like, they always think of the end goal, right? Like think about, hey, listen, how can I bring value to that person and how can I create a deeper relationship with that person how can I get to know that person with no end goal in mind it's not easy to do because we're all like we're all in most of us are in business most of your viewers or listeners I know are probably like go-getters like hey listen I gotta hustle I gotta grind I gotta make things happen but I think it's so important that we really nurture those relationships and reaching out to people when we need them, but especially when we don't need them, right? Like to me, that's some of the best times that I've built some solid relationships because there's no, there's no strings attached. So then when you do need them, you do need them to help you cross the finish line with a sale or an opportunity or a job offer, then you can pick up the phone and ask that person. But and don't count anyone out. Don't discount anyone from making a relationship. Oh, that person really wouldn't connect with me. Oh, that person doesn't like golf. Oh, that person, you know, isn't a mom. No, just just open your horizon and just think about, hey, listen, What what's changed even like with my own network, and I know, Helen, we've kind of talked a little bit about this, is as you grow your network, you recognize more and more people that you admire and want to be like, and you are raising your bar. So if you stay with just your current network, like you're really doing yourself a disservice in growth right? And opportunity and diversity and just thinking outside the box. So I would say, you know, be intentional about making those connections every day. And remember, they don't always have to be formal networking events. I think those are great. Get involved in a networking group. You really do. But There's groups on Facebook. There's, I mean, there's so many opportunities on LinkedIn. And the one thing that I think most people right now, more than ever across the world i don't care if you're in london or if you're in philadelphia or you're somewhere in between well hopefully you're not yeah. living in between but um that it's connection it's yeah. human connection people want to be seen they want to be heard and i think you know we were given two ears for a reason be a good listener, be a really good listener about what's the need. And one of the, my favorite questions to ask people before, when I meet them, when I see them, when I, I don't care if it's a woman I meet at the grocery store, or if it's at a formal networking environment, I always try to say, how can I serve you? Mm-hmm. And people sometimes step back and they're like, oh, maybe like, and they don't even know exactly. Cause if they've never been asked that question, they kind of don't know how to respond. I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's a brand new recipe because you're struggling making meals or maybe it's, you know, a business piece of advice. Maybe it's a connection, like someone that I know on LinkedIn that you would love to be connected to, whatever it is, ask that question and watch how much they want to reciprocate to that, that to you
0: also. I love that. And it's so true. Like, I love what you said right now, after the last three crazy years, we all want that belonging. We all want that sense of community, that human connection, don't we? Um, It's so important. And I think it's a really great time, uh, an opportunity as a business person to go out and actually use that and like create those communities, like community builds businesses and businesses are built around, obviously, relationships, businesses are built around building those communities and nurturing those communities as well. I talk about that all the time, you know, on the podcast with my coaching clients. But I love what you said about not discounting anyone because I have had the most incredible like eye-opening relationships with people I never imagined I would really connect with in real life. They've enriched my life because they're so different from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you, you don't know what doors they're going to open either. It's um it's incredible. And yes, I love what you said about growing by associating yourself. Obviously, you know, we we hear the phrase, you know, you're influenced by the five people you spend the most time with. It's so true, but it's it is elevating you. I always try and put myself um, in a room where I'm the smallest fish, where I'm the most inexperienced, where it's so out of my comfort zone. And that is how you're going to grow. And I would encourage everyone to do that. I know you would too, like you just said it. Um, you know, it's it's about being brave and putting yourself out there because some people hear the word networking and they get really scared. Mm-hmm. You know? And like you said, it doesn't have to be in an um, in-person environment. Do you build your network or how do you build your network like online as well for the people that are not quite there yet with the in-person stuff? What would you say
1: to that? And let's face it, after everything with the world, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. shutting down with COVID and everything, you know, we had to learn how to adapt. And one of my favorite things to do is just like I was at a networking event or in person, right? Like, or, you know, you're in at the airport, like who are people that you naturally are just like attracted to? And when I say that, like, who would you want to meet? Right? Like who yeah. just interests you? You know, if you, if you showed up at a bar and there was five, you know, a uh, five open seats, you know, that you're going to gravitate to sit next to someone that you feel most comfortable with. And I always say that. So when I'm online, I, whom who, who do I feel like would I want to get to know better and genuinely reach out to them, compliment them on something, let them know, Hey, listen, I, you know, would love to set up a call with you. Um, I do that on LinkedIn a lot. I usually, as I'm on LinkedIn, I see someone's profile. I'm like, Oh, that's so intriguing. Yes. She does that. Or he does that. I'd love to like learn more about what they are doing or, Oh my goodness, they're a VP and I'm not a VP. And you know, like I, I would love to do more what she's doing. Um, Let that person know that. Like, ask for help. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, like, not in a begging way, but say, "Hey, listen, I noticed this. You know, on your profile, I love that. You know, that you're you have a career trajectory that I've wanted. Um, Would you ever be willing to jump on the phone with me for five or ten minutes? And I do think that that jumping on the phone. Mm -hmm. not going back and forth on messaging the sooner you can get that human connection voice to voice inflection to inflection really makes the difference so just because you can't be physically in a room with them I think jumping them jumping on a zoom jumping on a phone call absolutely can can be remarkable for how fast that
0: relationship can get built too I agree I agree I love that and we literally could talk all day but I'm going to wrap it up and just say you are incredible. You are like your resilience, your ability to see so much talent in people. I just absolutely love your energy, of course. And if you want to go and connect with Erica, where can everyone find you? Oh, well, I'm uh,
1: primarily on really three channels. They can find me on LinkedIn, Erica Lee Rothenberger, and it's L-E-A, Erica with a K, -K E-R-I-K-A. Um, and Rothenbergers R-O-T-H-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R. And I'm sure that will be somewhere in the
0: notes somewhere. It will, absolutely. But
1: also on Instagram and Facebook, feel free to reach out to me. I am an open book. I'm willing to share just about anything, help with anything. And I truly, I have a philosophy and I know Helen shares the exact same philosophy because she lives it, she breathes it. It's always displayed with her actions is lift as we rise, help other people lift, just be that person to lift up because someone else did it for us. Right. And right. someone else is going to do it for us. Right. Cause we go through trials and tribulations in life, but being there to really help other people lift and get out of whatever, cause there's a lot of junk in the world right now. Right. There's a lot of heaviness and, you know, just being that being that light to other people. Um, if you can be, maybe you're not ready to be that light to someone. Maybe you need the light from someone else and respect that. Give yourself grace to ask for that light right now.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you, Erica. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, you're an incredibly busy lady, So I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for you for um, entertaining and educating our audience with your energy. I love it. Absolutely. Always here to help serve
1: and just guide in any way that I can and learn from all of your viewers, because I know you have a lot of phenomenal people on that listen to this podcast. So thank you so much, Helen. Just absolutely adore you. Thank you
0: one pure fire episode for sure i absolutely adore erica she's incredible um go and connect with her and go and ask her as she said slide into her dms and say hello ask her all the questions you'll see her story as well we didn't get around to that um a more personal one and um you should definitely go and check it out go and connect with me as well if you want to come and say hi as always you know i love to chat go and find me on instagram at helen thacker if you haven't already found me over there And again, my Facebook community, which really is a community, the um, purpose, potential and power, I would love you to go and join in there as well. So I can help and support your business as best as I can on all the channels. Okay, until next time, have an amazing week.